Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Lobot. It's National Denim Day, Tony. How you celebrate? Hey, what do you think? Okay. I got on uh, the denim underpants be, also. The fond so I do that every very day. very disappointed because that's what yeah. you're trying to do. Yeah. You're trying to, um, you know, call on your inner fonds. Who else? James Dean. Those people in oh, your era wore these, these jackets. James Dean. Uh, that's Anybody I, else? I don't know that I ever had a jean jacket. Uh, but I, 70s, early you, 70s? Okay. I don't know. I had a corduroy jacket sort of like this, but not a jean jacket. But this belongs to our producer, producer Eric Bright. Oh, Welcome to thanks. PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, the Sixers are victorious, the Golden Knights are furious, and Big Ben's bank account is bounteous. But we begin today with Damian Lillard. He had a 37-foot shot at the buzzer last night to beat Oklahoma City and send them out of the playoffs early for a third straight year. After the game, your boy Playoff P who was guarding Lillard at the time, said, quote, that's a bad, bad shot. I don't care what anybody says. That's a bad shot, unquote. Wilbon, was it a bad shot? I'm sorry. Didn't the official give it the drop finger for it? That's a good shot. It's a damn good shot. Here's why playoff P is wrong. He knows he plays in the league. He's got to play defense. He's got to chase guys out. There's four or five people for whom that is not a bad shot. Steph Curry. Steph Curry's one of them. That's James right. Harden's probably another yeah. one. And so there's just a... Clay Thompson, if he's back uh, that Clay, far, he's Clay a bigger guy. Him. Right, he doesn't right, bigger guy. Don't go like that. But, Tony, in real time, I know real time meant nothing to you because most people, America's asleep. I'm not. I watch this shot, and I see a guy hold the ball purposely because no, he knows there's no dish coming. He is going to shoot That's this right. shot on That's a right. six-foot, eight-inch guy who's six inches taller than him, That's who's right. a great defender. Except, except if you don't go out and get him. He went out and get him, Tony. He couldn't get him. No, he didn't get him. He hit that shot. No, Mike, he didn't I, get him. I, I, Mike, Tony, Mike. I ran around screaming like it was my team Damian and it's not my team. has practiced this he does it. shot. He was four for four was... on that shot before this. So how could it be a bad shot? Four for four from for 30, 30, 30 years old. This is 37. That's a big difference. Yeah. Mike? He had the ball in his hands with 12 seconds to go. He made no move on the basket None. whatsoever. None. Paul George has him by six inches, and he didn't get out on him. And he, and he looks like a dope. All right? He looks no, like he a dope. Doesn't. He doesn't. He plays No, he looks Tony, like a dope. wrong. No. The guy was standing outside and would have gone out further, and Paul but George didn't get on But he's got to play for the drive. You didn't see, see no. this is what happens when you don't see the game. He didn't. The previous play, he went down the lane past right. everybody and made a the layup. The question is, is it a bad if there's shot? There's context. Mike, Mike, if I am a defender... And I am guarding someone who has the following three options. One is to drive past Which he me. Had just done. One is to drive and take a 10-footer. And one is to take a 37-foot shot. You do all of them. I want him to take a 37-foot right. so shot. So then it's not bad defense and well, not getting out on it him. It turned out at six inches taller, you got to be a little closer. Because he made no attempt to take a 10-footer or to drive. Bad Let's not defense. make this a personal vendetta about your hatred of playoff P. No, because Damian Lillard, as I've been telling you all season, this guy is an all-league player, Tony. Okay. He may not be Steph Curry, okay. but he's great. And you know what? Russell Westbrook can eat it. We're going to get to Russell Westbrook. Because he, he flexed, he grimaced, he gave him this the whole series, and he gave him get out. Get out of the playoffs. The guy made no attempt to do anything but take a very long jump shot. If you're six inches taller, you got to be closer. Because he's not going anywhere. you got to be closer. He just went somewhere the previous drive. Not on that play, Mike. 12 seconds. Bop, 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 bop. 12 seconds, you know not what? moving. You know what's going to happen not in a game like this? I'm going to wake your butt up. That's fine. I'm going to say, Carol, get him up. What makes you think she'd answer the phone? <laughs> what, what Better than before you, I've got 40 years of experience with that phone call. Now, 
that OKC has been eliminated in the first round for the third consecutive season. Now that OKC is 4-12 and in the playoffs during that span, and now that Westbrook will be 31 years old to start the next season, it must be asked, what now for the Thunder? Westbrook just suffered through the worst shooting series of his career, and he shot less than 40% each of the last three playoffs. Tony, is the window closing on Russ and the Thunder? Next question. That's very important. Right? Next question. Next question. Um, okay. His shooting... I, I can make a case to blame all of this on Russell Westbrook, which I know will excite you. No, because I'm not going to do, do that. Okay. Do that. His shooting percentage has gone down year over year in the playoffs from the regular season. He's regular season 43. He's 41% of the playoffs. He's under 30 the last three years when... Under 40. Kevin, under 40, rather, when Kevin Durant isn't there. Right. In this particular playoff, in the four games that they lost, I'm not going to count the game where he was great because they won that game. In the four games where they lost, he was 29 for 89 for a percentage of 33%. He was from 3, 7 for 28 for a percentage of 25%. That's terrible. That's actually terrible. Get it done. And Damian Lillard got under his skin more than Barry Trammell. Like it was, it was disastrous. <laughs> it was disastrous for Russell Westbrook. It was disastrous. It was. I don't want to blame him for the whole thing. We just said he could eat it ten seconds he could ago. Eat it because he lost. Because he talked garbage. Okay. Okay. He ran his mouth. He wasn't Gary Payton because he didn't back it up like that. Like Gary used to. So was, what's next? Gary was funny. What's next? What's next is they got to figure out whether or not this formula can get it done. They got two great players, in Paul. I, they do, I don't think and, and Russell player. Westbrook, Tony, he is, and the numbers tell you otherwise. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. They don't. And so, because you look at numbers when you want to. I look at the playoffs. When you want to make and them they work. don't win. They're, they're not, well, he, yeah, but Paul Jones has only been part of that twice. Durant was part of that. You know, he's great. He was part of that multiple he's times, He's great because he went somewhere and was the finals MVP two years in a row. Last night, Charles Barkley came up with an interesting suggestion about what has to happen going forward. That they may need to put somebody else on the ball and have Russ off the ball, which means he would conserve some energy. He wouldn't be Mike, doing this one Westbrook thing all the and time. George, and they have Stephen Adams and Dennis They're Schroeder. capped out, too. And they they're already capped. are beyond the salary cap, so Way they can't beyond. make a significant Way addition. Way beyond, Tony. So they're, they don't look to a, have a chance. They're in the luxury tax situation. You know, two other NBA series ended last night. They were non-series against non-teams. Toronto easily eliminated Orlando. And seriously, when I turned into the 76ers-Nets game, just three minutes in, the score was actually 20-2, to two, and the play-by-play guy had just said, quote, that is the 14th shot in a row the Nets have missed. So I got out of that disaster. Well, but with the way the Sixers and Raptors are playing right now, which way are you leaning in their upcoming series? I, I don't know, Tony. Um, That's... Come on. I, you know, I mean, this leaning. Is, this is real. Leaning. Be, unlike this series, which had one good game, the next series, maybe two good games. The next series should have a lot of good games, Tony. I think I'm leaning toward the Sixers. I think I really? one, one of the things that intrigues me, I know there are flaws. I get it. First of all, if you don't know whether Embiid is actually going to play until game time, no. his teammates are going to start going, what? What is that? Right. Entertains you and me, but, you know, it's kind of hard to live with. But Philadelphia has the best starting five in the NBA other okay. than Golden State. And you, let's face it, you depend on your stars in the playoffs, and Philadelphia has them. So does, so does Toronto. I'm not rooting for anything in particular. I just, I'm rooting for a great season. Can I bring one thing up? And, I, and Charles alluded to this yesterday when he said that Ben Simmons really can't play this against Kawhi Leonard. This is an interesting Kawhi thing. Leonard. This is. In the three games that Kawhi Leonard played this year when Toronto played Philadelphia. He's 3 0. Toronto won all three yeah. games. Ben Simmons had 24 turnovers. 
That's way too many turnovers in three games. 11 turnovers in so one game. So if that persists, they have no chance. I, I would like to say this. I am leaning towards Toronto. You are? Which somehow you have classified as a Midwestern it is. city. It is, Midwest. Even though, Midwest. even though, according to the longitudinal lines Midwest. of the universe, Midwest. it is actually further east than, than Charleston, South Carolina, about them. and Miami. That's the south. I don't care about them. So Miami doesn't qualify Toronto as being Toronto is okay. a Midwest... Let's get somebody from TSN and ask them what they identify with most. Were you the a, Midwest or the East? Were you a geography major in college? I, I certainly wasn't. And neither, neither were you, was an Mr. English James Dean. I was an English major. Will you take that off and put on some sensible I, I adult will, glowing? I will for the next segment. Tony, if sleep took you out before Dame Lillard's shot. You know, when somebody calls somebody Dame, I think Dame. of Dame Judy Dench. I don't That's think okay. of this They're guy. both big stars yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. You were certainly snoring before San Jose came back. Absolutely. Three-goal deficit in the final ten and a half to eliminate last year's darling and yours, the Vegas Golden Knights. No, my darling with the caps. One five-minute major against Knights for slamming Sharks captain Joe Pavelski turned the game, Tony. Yeah. San Jose scored four times during those five minutes, which one Golden Knight called, quote, a bleeping joke, close quote. Tone, joke? Or choke. So let's say it is a bad penalty, and I will concede that it is a bad penalty because it is reactive after the fact, and right. it's not proactive immediately, and, and I understand that. You cannot, nobody has ever done this, give up four goals in five minutes in a playoff, in game seven. The worst in ga- penalty kill it of is, all time. It is, this is such an abysmal choke. That even if you're right that it's a bad penalty, yeah. the choking is horrific. Now they caught up. And then they the went into overtime, and they lost in overtime. I, I will just say this. Horrific choke. I jump on you for turning off things too early. It's you did 3-0, too. and I'm sorry. The, the, the Portland-OKC game is a thriller, and I said, I'm not checking back on no, that. No, when not. I went back, it was 4-4. Like, what the hell happened here? The penalty's bad, Tony, because also, and, and Matt Kelleher and I were just consulting the NHL rule book on this. I'm not sure we have it exactly, but, Tony, they could have called two minors. They could have called double minor. They could have called I think two. Was blood on the ice. Okay, right, but you can call you can call double minor in that situation. And by the way, then you can't score four. You're going to have some even-handed play, even strength play. You're not going to have just Mike, five minutes of penalty kill. Mike, it's game seven. Okay, but that's unfair. Clear the puck. Do something. We've never seen anything like we haven't. We haven't seen anything it's like bad. this. It's ever. bad. A team gets taken out like that at game seven. It's it's a terrible. This wasn't choke. a shot. It was a penalty. It's a terrible. At least choke. Lillard, he took the other just, team out himself. Just, you know, and Vegas last year was in the finals. Yeah. You know, but the, and this by the way, is don't try to amazing. act like you didn't like Vegas last year. But I like the Caps. You liked more. them. No, you liked them until you got to the Caps, Caps I like and then Caps. you switched bandwagons, right. which is embarrassing. No, I went to the team and the, the people, city the Islander people who are waiting on you to be on their bandwagon. Yeah, I don't know. There. I got to think He's about that. He's a traitorous dog. Ben Roethlisberger got a two-year extension to his contract today that will reportedly give him sixty-three million more dollars and keep him with the Steelers until he is forty years old. Wilbon of the Steelers, smart for betting on Roethlisberger this week. Yeah, who else I got to bet on? They got to bet on Terry Bradshaw. Is he walking through that door? I mean, actually, he could. He, he might, but he's, he's usually in the yeah, studio could. door. Yeah. He's walking yeah. in. Ben Roethlisberger's won two Super Bowls and taken them to a third. So to me, this is a no-brainer. Now, look in pro football, Tony. It ain't like you're not wed to contracts forever and ever. And ever. You just get rid of somebody. Mm, you pay your you pay your guaranteed That's money right. up front. Big Ben's going to get his thirty-seven, whatever. It's good. He's earned it because yeah. they think it's a big fat smooch. Yeah. Thank you, Ben. You took us to three Super Bowls. 
But if they don't think he can play at 40 or even 39, they're going to get right. rid of him. Right. So this is not a hard bet. Sometimes you can't get rid of people. The Giants seem to not be able they to can get, get rid, rid of, of people. They now. can. But I will they're say They're too this. lame to do it. Let's ask ourselves who are the Steelers right now. Because they're not Antonio Brown. No. And they're not Le'Veon Bell. No. The identity of the Pittsburgh Steelers ben, is Ben Roethlisberger. That's right. Okay, he's been a very good quarterback a for a very long time. All of fame quarterback. I think that I think that's a 50-50 call, but you may very well be right. Look what the Seahawks just did with Russell Wilson. Yeah. They said, we got this guy. We don't think we can get better than this guy. So we're going to give this guy money. I'm not sure there's anybody out there that the Steelers can get that is as good as or certainly better than Ben Roethlisberger. There isn't. So this, and, and you're also saying to the two players who left who were critical of Ben, we're saying... Get out of here. We don't care about you. We're sticking Here's with Ben they Roethlisberger. Did. They missed the playoffs with at least one of those guys, with Antonio Brown. I realized that Le'Veon Bell had he already he wasn't bailed. There. They there. But here's the other thing, Tony. Russell Wilson, I will say this, Russell Wilson can help make up for the players you can't sign because you don't have as much money, which is why the Seahawks seem to be clearing out big salaries yeah. now. Big Ben may have to do that as well. Let's take a break. But coming up, are the Warriors or Rockets more likely to lose at home tonight? And are the Celtics or the Bruins more likely to bring yet another title to Boston? And right, I'm going to get rid of this jean jacket. You can leave it on now. No, I got to sport You skew younger. The kids at home skew are saying, younger look is, at Uncle Tony. Skew younger is like they think I'm 62. An interesting creature inhabits the flat, arid plains of many an automobile dashboard. The bobblehead. It's most agreeable and will nod along to anything, despite having no brain function. But when the bobblehead hears how Geico not only saves people money, but also gives them access to licensed agents 24-7 online and over the phone, he'll nod even more vigorously because he knows you should switch. Because yes, switching to Geico is a no-brainer. Easy, bobblehead, easy. You're going to get whiplash. It's time for Toss-Up, featuring my brilliant answers to the producer's adequate questions. What's first? Toss-Up, more likely to lose tonight. The Rockets or the Warriors? Neither is likely to lose. Neither is going to lose. But because I play the game honestly and I don't push, I will give an answer. My answer would be the Warriors because we have seen them at home lose to this team, the Clippers. And the same is not true for the Rockets at home yet. It didn't happen. Because we've seen the Warriors lose at home to the Clippers, that's exactly why they're not going to lose. Okay, then you're going the other way. Yeah, because we've seen Utah beat the Utah's a better team. I mean, the Clippers are going to be great in a year, because they're going to have free agents added to this team that's in the playoffs on 148. Utah's, Utah's pretty good right now. They should not have been down 3 nothing in the first place. That should, the series should have been 2-1, and then we could have seen what would happen. The Rockets and the Warriors were both win going tonight, to win. But Utah poses a bigger threat. The thing about the Warriors that we've seen through the course of the year is they, they sometimes become disinterested in their opponents, yeah. and they say, oh, you guys shoot that's and true. then that's give right. us the ball back. But Donovan Mitchell. Next! He's a great player. Next. Toss-up. Who has the edge in Game 6, the Nuggets or the Spurs? The Nuggets have the edge because they're a better team. In the last game in San Antonio, the Nuggets went and won that game. Yep. So as much of a home court advantage as there may be, and as much of an advantage as it may be to have Greg Popovich coach you, and as much of an advantage as it may be that you are the more experienced playoff team, Denver's the better team, and that's, and then they're now in the playoffs and they're going to win. Yeah, Tony, I think there's, I'm a firm believer in some old coaching adage that, you know, at some point, both teams realize who the better team is in a seven game series. I think we reached that point in games Four and five. Which I they both have gotten there. They won both of them. So, yeah, so I think Denver, and by the way, 
Jokic, Tony, is averaging nearly a triple-double. This guy's first-team All-NBA center, at least on my ballot, he is. And he is not a good player. He's a great player. And Denver, I think, now is the better team. Next, toss-up. Who you got in tonight's Game 7? The Hurricanes or the Capitals? I'm all in with the Caps. I'm all in with Alex Ovechkin at Chatter. We will have Chatter, a watch party. Chatter, free drinks, not free necessarily, chili. Not necessarily uh, no for free you chili. anyway. In Friendship Heights, you all come, as people like to say. Now, I have to concede that in Game 7s at home, okay. in the history of the franchise, the Caps are 3-8. and eight, that was And that's terrible. That was before. Yeah. Before they skated around with a cup. That's right. Now, they, they didn't have, they had one game seven last year, but not at home. They had it in Tampa. Road, they, won. And they won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, in Tampa, last I checked, was out. They're in out. Hurry. They're out. Because you don't have to worry about them anymore. I mean, Tony, this poses some issues. You know, what happens if Carolina scores first? You know how that building gets. Quiet. It's it a little skittish, a little, little quiet. But I think the Caps are going to wind up running them out of the building. You know, in recent years, tonight. in a game seven at home, they lost 5-0 to the Rangers and 6-2 to the Penguins. Yeah. That's better. Next. Last one. Toss up. Which Boston team is more likely to win a title, the Celtics or the Bruins? The answer is clearly the Bruins yeah. because the NHL draw has opened up for them. They finished third in points. The two teams ahead of them, Tampa Bay and Calgary, they're both out. The, the Boston has, the Boston Celtics have their hardest series in front of them. So the answer to this is the Bruins. And if, if both teams were to win, it'd be the amazing grand slam. Yeah. Because the Red Sox and the Patriots have already won. Look, listen, the, the Bruins will have Columbus. And then they look like they'll have, you know, either Washington or the Islanders beyond that. Yeah. Both those teams are playing really well. Yeah. I'm not, I don't want to paint some picture here that the Bruins, are, you know, have cake. No, but it's they easier don't. than the Celtics. It looks easier than the Celtics. We have this tough Eastern Conference series and then the Eastern and Conference And then another one. And, and then, then yeah, probably the yeah. Golden State Warriors or, or even if it's Houston. So if, if the Red Sox got that, not the Red Sox, if Boston got that slam, that It'd would be, be, be great. Thing. In my life, in, in New York in 1968-69, the Mets, the Jets, and the Knicks had won. The Rangers, of course, didn't win. But we had three out of four, which is a really big deal. That's great. That's it. You saw it. I won. Let's take one last break, but still to come, Marshawn Lynch apparently won't be running through any more faces in the NFL. Is he a clear Hall of Famer? No. Not clear. And did Javi Baez deserve this base hit last night? Did you see that? I did. What was your first reaction when he went cut left out of the baseline? I thought, is he think he's Gale Sayers? And this what? is yeah. Wrigley Field circa 1966. Couldn't be legal, right? You thought it couldn't I be thought, legal. I didn't think it would be. No, it is. It didn't seem to be checked. Happy time, people. Happy 22nd birthday, Lydia Ko. At 17 years old, she was the number one player in the world. When she was 19, she had won two majors and 14 LPGA tournaments and 19 worldwide. And now at 22, she may be a has-been. She's now number 16 in the world and has only won once in almost three years. This could be a meteoric rise and fall. Yeah, Tony, sounds like she could be burned out. She says she can't even see herself doing this by 30. Changed coaches twice, caddies three times, and her clubs. Happy anniversary, David Robinson. On this day, 25 years ago, the Admiral scored 71 points to edge past Shaquille O'Neal for the NBA scoring title. Robinson finished with an average of 29.8 points to Shaq's 29.3. There are only three people who have ever scored more points in an NBA game. Will Chamberlain, obviously. Kobe Bryant, David Thompson. It's odd because we don't think of David Robinson as a great scorer. No, we don't, but he was. David Robinson and Shaq combined to lead the league in scoring only, people might be surprised to hear, three times well, total. Well, Robinson had well, to share with Iverson was playing then, Kobe's playing then. Happy trails to a routine out for the Dodgers. Javi Baez hits a weak ground ball, 
to Dodgers first baseman David Freeze. Freeze goes to tag Baez, but Baez skillfully avoids the tag. Although it looks like Baez has run out of the baseline, the rule states that the runner establishes the baseline and can move three feet on either side. Under those conditions, Baez is clearly safe and Freeze looks like a dope. Last year, I told you that Javi Baez is one of the most exciting players in Major League Baseball, the most exciting currently, and one of the most is Jackie Robinson. And you laugh, but you're not laughing now. When we put this in the show, I said to Kelleher, there he goes about Jackie Robinson again. So you proved me right about that. He's a very exciting, great player, but that looks like an out. I mean, when your eyes see it, it looks like an out. Running out of show, we go to the big finish. Let's do it. The Mets threw near the head of Reese Hoskins multiple times in the ninth inning last night. What do you expect tonight? Retaliation, Holmes. We know what we're getting out of that game, right? Diana Rossini reports that Redskins are targeting Ohio State quarterback Dwayne Haskins, who's local around here. You believe that? He went to the Bullis School. He had a great, great year at Ohio State. Crushed us I believe they might want to do that, but I think they're going like to have to move Haskins. up. I think they're going to have to move up. And then what do you do with Case Keenum that you just spent a lot Case of money Keenum. on? Well, they brought Case Keenum uh, in because Alex Smith's not going to play. Marshawn Lynch is retiring. Marshawn Lynch retiring again. Is he a Hall of Famer? Maybe. He seems like he's on a lot of touchdowns, a lot of runs, yeah. uh, rushing yards, Tony, over 10,000. 80-some touchdowns, maybe. The Brewers signed Gio Gonzalez. Smart pickup, right? No, 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 because he goes 80 pitches in four innings. He kills your bullpen, and he walks around the mound like a crazy person on the subway train. I like him. And they had him last year. I like him. I don't want him pitching for my team. Last one, the Lakers are interviewing Ty Lue, your boy, for a second time today. You think that'll happen? How long did I tell you this ago this was going to happen? So you think it'll happen? Yeah. You're saying you think there's a chance? Yes. More than a chance. Trying to do better the next Ty time. I'm Tony Kornheiser. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow on Knuckleheads. You can get the PTI podcast on the ESPN app or Apple Podcast. Kerry Russell and Burn This on Broadway. Shout out. Do you get a backstage pass?